Quiet, please. You're listening to Birdies and Bogies, hosted by Jordan Bloxham and Weston Mon, bringing you Golf's Week in Review, recapping your favorite tournaments with professional insight from their perspective. Now, quiet, please. Here's your hosts, Jordan and Weston. Weston, how are you? Oh, I'm doing all right. The sun's finally shining, and I feel like there's golf in my future. Oh, there should be. There should be. I got out and played this morning and Saturday. uh, Today hit it a little bit rough. Saturday hit it pretty good. Um, but figuring a few things out, still shaking some <clears throat> rust off and getting outside, <laughs> just figuring that out a little bit rather than being inside on, on the, the track, man. So yeah, it's good, but yeah, we decided, well, kind of a forked break. You got tied up in Arizona last week. Uh, yeah, got busy. You know, like I said, when you have eight kids or whatever, it can keep you busy, <laughs> especially on it vacation. Oh, uh, but yeah, hopefully you were able to get back and watch enough Masters. And the nice thing is, is the Masters app makes it really easy to oh. watch it basically from anywhere. Yeah, Except- I actually, <laughs> I actually watched the Masters. Um, as much as I could um, on my iPad because the iPad allowed me to watch the broadcast. Um, It wouldn't let me do it on my Apple TV. I could only watch featured. Yeah. But I will say that like watching the featured groups on Apple TV was way more encompassing of the tournament than actually watching the broadcast. Except for Saturday. (laughs) Except when, for Saturday. When they didn't have the broadcast start till one o'clock. And right. here we come. Oh yeah, we're not gonna have the leaders as a feature group. True. So that was a problem. But I, I and I guess what I'm saying is it was much more of a dynamic broadcast on the featured groups channel than yes. it was watching the, the broadcast itself. Because yes. on Sunday for one, all I ever saw was John Rahm and Brooks Kepka, and like very little highlights of other players that maybe might have done something special. But there was a lot of downtime in between these shots that they could have gone to somewhere else, but they just didn't. And I felt like that was kind of a drag. I would have liked to see a lot more. And granted, nobody else was really going, but I feel like they, they kind of avoided Phil Mickelson in some regards. Uh, um, not once he got hot after he made uh, the birdie at 12. Yeah. I mean, but, they showed actually quite a bit of him once, but I mean, I may have been flipping because I was yeah, like watching some of it on, on the app, some of it on the TV. So, but, <laughs> but, some but of ultimately on, they had, they had, I, I felt, group, so it's, yeah, it the, was all over. The master's app makes it so awesome. And I love just watching every swing from every player from every round like that that changes the game yeah so, well even if you miss it then you can go back you're like okay what happened right yeah 
he made this. What what happened? You know, oh, it's so cool. So it's it's definitely good. Like I said, the only blunder was not putting the final group as a lead, the featured pairing on Saturday. So you didn't really get yeah. to see any of it. That that's a money play right there because it the, can't obviously be though. they have CBS. CBS doesn't have control because they get they broadcast it free, so they're not losing any money. Yeah, I don't know on that. So they they're not losing any money on that. No, no, they don't they don't pay for for the rights to it. So yeah, but anyways, that it's good but, experience. So yeah, it's still. I mean, most times it's going to be fine. When that yeah. when that happens, um, but before we get into it, um, so Tiger gets in, makes the cut, backdoors it, thanks uh-huh. to his, his buddy JT and uh, Sung JM. But he's done. I'm sorry, he's done. His body no. cannot go through the pre- the the preparation that no. it takes he- and to compete right he gets it around the same the reason he makes the cut is because he knows how to get around that course the same way that 62 year old 62 and a half year old Freddie couple gets around and makes the cut right no you're you're absolutely right like i love tiger i fully supported him after the back surgery but i now know the extent of his injuries and Turns out there was a kind of a mini story that popped up when somebody asked Jason Day yeah. about him withdrawing from the U.S. Open, and he P- had a P- the, from the PGA. Yeah, for the PGA. Yeah, he slipped in a bunker and a screw punctured his skin, like it came out. Yeah, of his foot. And so, like when you're dealing with bionic legs, <laughs> like oh my gosh, he he really, and and he came. He he um, pulled out because of a plantar fasciitis flare-up. Now I've had that; it super sucks. But when yeah. you don't have a leg and you have that, that's got to yeah. be like crippling. So, yeah, and I mean it's just, and it's yeah, they just like said whether you want him to not. He's he just his body cannot handle no the prep needed to effectively play right in a major I, which is and yeah so the one thing we we're talking about and this is kind of going off topic and we'll give john rom his full full go when we yeah. when we get it but so he can play in the masters forever but he'll need special exemption the exemptions coming up here pretty soon on anything else right as uh, far as majors yeah. go yeah i mean he won the 2019 masters and that gives, and him, I think does that that gives him a five year five year i think i think five the US year. open and the and the british, british and, and the PGA. pga i think that's correct yeah so and, but there's also each major has a special invite yes and and i can assure you the tiger will get special invites into the british open for the rest of his life um I mean, I mean, and, most of them can do is if they want to invite, yeah, anyone, right? They yeah. can. They always have that right to do it. 
but my guess is he won't. He'll like I think he's getting to the point where he's like, yeah, I can't do it. Right? Yeah, I think the, we- the I weather think the weather has trouble. to be the weather has to be perfect. Yeah. Right. Or right, it gets cold. His body just doesn't function. Right. Everything has to go as yeah. So yeah. Yeah, it's it sucks to say it, but like he's got so much fight in him. I don't think he'll ever give up. But you know, being on the outside looking in, I I can honestly say like his his leg just can't handle it. And if he can get a cart, like he'll get a top twenty five every time. But without that, relying on his ability just to walk around the golf course, yeah, no chance. Exactly. No chance because the the fatigue and and strength that it takes for him just to get around the course on half a leg, he's like he's wearing himself out so much quicker than any other player. Oh, yeah. And when you have that kind of fatigue going on, you just you don't swing the same. It yeah. deteriorates pretty quick. Yeah, like I said, it was. I I actually think that he wouldn't have made the cut if. He wouldn't have got the the rain delay and been able to come back. Yeah, well, it it was it was crazy watching JT come in like bogeying like four of the last five holes or something, and it was brutal. Like the weather, these guys were smashing their driver off the 18th, and they were hitting it like 2:30. It was amazing. Um, so that like whole four play, irons in, yeah, it was well, it was playing. Yeah, some hit four, some hit five woods in, <laughs> like it was crazy, and they weren't even getting it up there. And and so to see Rom finish the way he did on that day, that was super impressive. Yeah, because he had to finish through some of the gunk. And, he did, uh, yeah, and like I said, Tiger got kind of a break because he didn't have to go through as much of it. Like he finished yeah. right before the. The crap came down. Um, totally. But yeah, Ron played good. Ron, like, Sunday, like, his, him driving the ball on Sunday oh. was ooh, phenomenal. Yeah. He didn't miss a drive until 18. And then he gets, yep. gets a good break with it bouncing right out in the middle, back in the, uh, the fairway. I mean, where you can't reach the green, but still. Just, just was precise with that, which makes it so much easier to yeah. get around that course. Yeah, yeah, that was that, that was pretty awesome. I think the other side story before we really jump into to Rom's performance was the trees. That was crazy. Oh yeah, I don't know how that one lady, that one lady who ended up in between the trees, or. Patron, I think it was a lady, but she like they s- stood there and like the one came down and took down two more, and like one of them fell off to the left and the two fell <laughs> fell to the right and you can just see the whoever it was because they did one and they blew it up and you see oh, yeah. it and one falls to the left or <laughs> the two fall to the right <laughs> and she she just like looking around like oh my gosh what just happened yeah that. That always freaks me out because I I had um, a really good family friend actually died because of a, 
a tree falling. And so if you're in the way of that tree, there's, there's nothing left for you. Like, yeah. Oh, it yeah. is, it's, it's, it's horrible. So I, I, I think it's a miracle that nobody was injured and nobody was killed because that could have been a really bad day. Yeah. Well, and I think a couple of things contributed to that. First, they heard it, right? So they're bailing yeah. um, out of the way. And it was kind of a, the weather wasn't great. So my guess is there was a few patrons that at that point in the day yeah. just acted in and there wasn't a huge draw player in that area. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. a bunch of things kind of <laughs> came in, into play. Super fortunate, but yeah, that, that was pretty amazing. Um, shocking. And yeah, I totally understand having to, to just cancel play just to get that cleaned up. So yeah, because I think they would have they would have been able to play for another hour or so if that hadn't happened. Yeah. So yep. But um, get back to like Rom striving. Um, yep. Like played so good on Sunday, right? Just so consistent. Right. Didn't get himself in too much trouble right when he did get a good spot it wasn't going to be anything worse than a bogey so yeah it i mean here this was the numbers from the masters and the fairways can be a little bit more forgiving there in some regards and some not so much but he was 85 percent of fairways in regulation while averaging 295 yards off the tee yeah like i said his he just was striped shoe. And then he yeah. turned it turned it over a couple of times. He almost like I said, about turned it over too much on 13 <laughs> in the final round. But I that mean, was dicey, but it was perfect. It ended up, yeah, perfect. Which like I said, he put him himself himself in really, really good spots all day, which just makes it easier, right? It gives you you don't have to try to turn something or do something. And the one shot that he really had to do that on was 17, but it actually played into his, his shot shape. Yeah. Right. Where he just stuffed it. Yep. Um, it, everything about his game, his feel on the greens, his putting, his guess, short game. I guess it was 14, not 17 where he made that. Oh, 14, birdie. Yeah. 14 where he hit that little low kind of cutter. But it, it was amazing because he was just he he like stuck to the plan and he continued to execute through all of Sunday. And I was kind of heartbroken for Brooks because he just couldn't find anything. He couldn't get the wheels turning. And it was, yeah, it was just just off, right? It was just yeah. It was like I said, it wasn't like crazy off because he only ended up shooting 75 right it, you know made some good up and down yeah. did some things but it, it, it by no means was it a collapse it wasn't like you know it, it was just it was just stagnant yeah and and he was certainly trying but it was it, every once in a while you need some breaks to make magic happen and he certainly wasn't getting any and and so yeah and like I said, and, and there's 
some guys. I mean, Rom shoots three under, obviously plays great. And then you got two guys around him that shoot really well. Yeah. I mean, there's a few guys, but yeah, it was just like thing just kept right. He hits, makes a good par on on one after hitting the bad tee shot. Eight really hurts him with hitting the bad tee shot. And then everything else was just like just little misses. Right. But yeah, just in in bad spot. <laughs> it just wasn't getting yeah. up and down. Yeah, no, it's, it's true. But but, um, but overall, I mean, Liv I, I showed well. 12 yeah, of the 18, 12 hey. 18 players that played made the cut. And you have three in the top five. Yeah. Um, and like, who saw Mickelson playing this well? Mickelson. I think that's it. I think that's yeah. the only person. Seriously. Like, his play was ridiculous. And he really tore it up on Sunday to put himself in a good position. But like, if he could have had one more day like that, dude, that, I mean, we know Sonny Phil Mickelson requires some nice weather. And had the Masters been nice weather through the week and phil did what he did he might be yeah. wearing another green jacket like i'm not kidding like, yeah, that I mean, was impressive yeah he throws the 75 in there in round three where he just kind of got off track um you know or I mean, even there he had it and then just had five bogeys coming down the stretch in round three yeah, like I said, but it's it's crazy to look at that, and you're like, just staying away from the big numbers is a huge, huge deal. Um, oh, which right. you know kind of makes he's the only person to ever double bogey the first hole. John Rom was, and yeah, then go to win, right? But Never it's you know he four putts, just silly stuff. Um, and he he did get that kind of buttoned up too because I I was waiting for it because he'd had it a couple of times during the first two and a half rounds where he just looked a little lost with the putter. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, did that. Mickelson finds that, like I said, found that fountain of youth, and which was yep. Like big time for him. Hopefully he can kind of carry that in, <laughs> into some of the live events. And oh, I think so. Because he needs to. Um says he's been working on some things and it's he's about to go on a tear, and that could be true. Yeah. But this tournament allowed him, Mickelson, Kepka, and Reed got a huge shot in the arm. Like Mickelson jumped up like Hundred and some spots. Oh, over so many spots. spots in the and official world world golf I think rankings. Patrick Reed almost jumped into like Ryder Cup status. Like he, he got did. really close. Like he went to forty five. Oh, from or seventy who was to forty five. Was it Brooks then that that was no. almost? No, somebody was really fine. close. But, but uh, it's crazy. Uh, it's, it was pretty silly to see all that happen on the world golf ranking and people just realizing that it, it's a quack, right? 
Yeah. There's no reason that a hundred and fiftieth ranked golfer should be getting second in the Masters. So yeah, kind of kind of crazy. Um and what Rory, wasn't crazy was Rory. Yeah, Rory did what Rory does at the Masters as the Oh my gosh. I I should have thought twice because in my fantasy pick on the Masters app, I was like, he did pretty good last year and, and he's been playing pretty good. I'm gonna put him in. And that was just the worst mistake ever. Yeah. Like he has the one final round, but yeah, I'm I'm making the prediction. He doesn't win the career grand slam. He will never win at Augusta. Oof. Oof. Yeah, I I I could see that. He just doesn't have the fire that he used to have as a kid, kind of a fearless competitor that he yeah. was. And I it just seems like Rory, like mentally, like as soon as he had that happen to him where he lost the lead, like mentally it's like the scar tissue is deep and yeah. then just the wound keeps reopening. I, every I time. Had this, yeah, I, I had the same concern with Spieth too. After the Willet collapse, and he doesn't seem to like. I mean, he knows it's there, but like, I don't think it'll stick with him. I yeah. think he had that well, collapse, and then he went through some bad, just overall stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. And now he's back, but I think, like I said, I still think there's some residual, yeah, in some stuff. But, but I think he's recovered much better. And, and especially with his, you know, Sunday performance, like I think he's really taking charge of his game and he's not letting things bother him. But yeah, not nearly. Rory, dude, he's a he's a head case. Oh. So, yeah, I, I feel like he's the player that's gonna let some fan to the side of him like get in his head because <laughs> he might say something. Yeah, for sure. Um. Oh, that's so. He returns the number one after this. It makes sense. <laughs> yep. Yep. Mister Rom is officially number one. One number one again, taking over for Scotty Scheffler, who for the first time that I ever that I remember, one dude yeah. got frustrated in round two. Oh my gosh. Like annoyed, frustrated, like just seems miserable out on the golf course in round two. <laughs> yeah, uh, which is crazy, right? You see, he's always oh, such a. I mean, and yes, he ends up with the top ten and is there, but like round two, and it seemed kind of the whole week. He hit it actually pretty good. Scheffler did, but putted looked just miserable on the greens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was it was pretty bad. I kind of had high hopes for him too. Um, but it certainly didn't translate very well. Yeah. But um this was oh. a cool stat that came up. Um John Rahm is the second player yes, in Masters I, history. I said first player, but I yeah. Never... But the the first play, second player to double bogey the first hole is opening round, and then win 
win the Masters. And so that was Sam Snead in 1952. It's just crazy. Yes. It's been a long time, but yeah, usually when you double bogey the first hole, right? It's it's just hard to recover. But I don't think yeah. Roms was like Roms was his putter. It just was a brain fart on the green. He did like it wasn't even all of his putts were <laughs> like yeah, not even that tough. He just and he made I... fun of himself. Did the 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 Sevy I miss I miss I miss I make which was so good and then and then his quote afterwards about um Zach Gertz be, be a goldfish oh be a goldfish yeah yeah the Ted Lasso reference yeah yeah uh, and it's perfect like that is how you be an amazing golfer and I've always felt like Dustin Johnson embodied that to like a T yeah but um it. It's important. So that he's the fourth Spaniard to win. And yep. he won on what would have been Seve's 66th birthday. So crazy, huh? Like actually his birth date. Yeah. And then so April 9th was crazy because you randomly get assigned caddy numbers, and his caddy number was 49, 49, which is also Seve's birthday, 49. Huh. That was pretty crazy. Crazy. So, and we've talked about it, like his ranking second in the field, Sharks gained off the tee, which no surprise. Yep. Like so. No surprise. No surprise there. Um, but it was the dominating performance in that last round. Awesome to watch. Like really just consistent. Yeah. And and just really good. This is crazy. This is his fourth victory this season. 2023 yeah which is i i gotta tell you guys this is a rare feat i mean the (laughs) last time somebody won four tournaments in a year but this early this is like tiger-esque and and i don't throw that around lightly this is a really special season for john rom and i would not be surprised if he won another major plus two more tournaments with the the streak that he's on I, this, I this, just, is, this is possible, like I said. I don't see it slowing down. He's been so good. Um, and I, I kind of love it because you had oh, it, Corey Pines, like Randall Shambly, dumbest commentator on earth. <laughs> he just doesn't hit his irons very good. He just not good enough to be consistent. Well, Randall, stuff it. <laughs> right? Uh, oh, my gosh. What a kook. I don't know. I'd have to look at because they play the Open Championship at Royal Liverpool, LACC for the U.S. Open, and then I can't remember where the PGA is at this year. <clears throat> but, yeah, yeah he, could, I... he could get Royal Liverpool. Yeah, I and for for him, I feel like if you have the skill set to win the Masters and the U.S. Open, I feel like you can win the other two majors. Oh, yeah. I don't see it the other way, because in the Masters, it's really hard to tell on the telecast, but the greens are so severely sloped. It's really crazy. Yes. And even though they may look like a big green, they're very small greens. 
very small grains of roll off and yep. to everybody's like like you'll hear people oh they're running 14 or 15 no they're really running like 11 but they're yeah. just slow and they're smooth they're slow and they're smooth yeah and they're smooth <laughs> and so you you have to have an amazing iron game and that's why tiger's done so well right yes. Mm-hmm. He's he was able to hit his irons in all the right spots. Um, and John Rom did that this tournament. He put his irons in all the right spots to get great scores. And, and so you reason, have to have an there's a reason Brooks was leading after two rounds. His yeah. iron game was locked. Oh, it was awesome. But so you have to have great irons, and at the masters, you have to be great at putting because you're not always gonna stick it. Yeah, you're gonna put yourself in a position where you've got a two putt over two dead elephants, and it's gonna be crazy. And that's what John Rahm was able to do. His touch on his lag putts were amazing, and I feel like that translates incredibly well to the British Open, where yeah. you really have to be creative with your putter and how you're gonna get up and down out of these crazy spots. You know, same thing like what I'm Cam still, Smith like did. said. He did there. I'm still not completely sold because there was still some like breakdowns which could in a links course with it when it gets really windy and if it gets yeah. baked could really kind of things and i'd have to look and see exactly how the greens at lacc are but it's an older style course so my guess is they're going to have some some undulation and some slope in there and they'll be yeah stupid hard <laughs> yeah because it's what the usga does yeah. um but he has that ability to, right? I think if it oh, totally. if it does, that'll be the thing that kind of holds him back. I think he hits his iron fine. He does get loose on them every once in a while, but everybody does. But yeah. his driver puts him in such a good position. Oh, it's so good. Like, and and this is what's crazy. And I I can't remember who is accredited for this, but the three most oh, it's Ben Hogan. Three most important clubs are driver, putter, wedge, in that order. Yeah. So somebody posted, yeah, I think I'm trying to remember who posted it. A friend of mine posted it, who's an instructor. And they said, do you agree with this? And people like it, but but people are like, well, yeah, but I, I outdrive everybody. And then they beat me. Well, yes. There's still two other components to that. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And being long isn't necessarily the, the key contributor, right? You could outdrive them, but be in a bad spot. And if you suck from inside 100 yards, there's just no help oh. for you anywhere. <laughs> I, I, the way to, I, I guess, to understand it is John Rom hit 85% of his fairways in the most stressful event of the entire year. Yeah. I'd say from a putting perspective, that translates to, probably like averaging 29 28 to 29 putts around yeah so it's like if you're going to perform that well driving that's the equivalent in putting and so you may have a great driver you outdrive people that's awesome gold medal here's a cookie but um you want your putter to be your second best club start averaging 28 putts around and i'll tell you what you're going to be shooting 68 every time well, and I, that's what I mean. I've told my students, I'm like, a couple things that you have to do if you want to, that will give you the opportunity to compete where it, whatever level you're at. 
if you can get your driver in play. I mean, obviously hitting it longer helps, but if you can get your driver in a good spot and then from 100 to 120 yards, you are cash, you will you will be able to compete just about every level. You'd have to be really bad otherwise. Yeah. Right? You'd have to be really bad with your irons to not compete if you're really good from inside 120 yards. And I actually told one of my students today, I'm like, okay, hit this. I'm like, when you, I'm like, one time, one day a week when you go out and practice, hit, hit your tee shot. And then just, I said, put it on your phone, random yard from 60 to 120 yards and hit it there and then go play two balls in and average, try to average two and a half during that round yep. from 60 to 120 yards in through the round. I'm like, if you do that, you will learn. Well, for one, especially here in Utah, if you have any driver at all, you hit the ball at all off the tee, you're going to have 120 in in all day long. <laughs> and so, yeah. if you can get it down to two and a half, you're going to shoot some scores. Yeah, no, oh, it, it's true. And and I was I was at uh you know the BYU practice facility today, and the way they've set up their practice facility. Sure, they have a whole driver range to go out, but they have about 10 tables that are, they have four legs, right? But two of them are, are slanted off, so they can then lean towards you. Right. But they have these tables set up at all these alternate yardages, all within 100 yards. Mm -hmm. It's like 95, 75, 60. And so they go you basically have all these amazing targets with great audio feedback. Cause when you crack that plastic tabletop, it just boom, you hear it and you just get this sense of joy out of it. Yeah. But that's what, you know, this is like a top, top 30 golf school. And they're, that's what they're focusing on. They're focusing on a hundred yards and in, even for these D one players. And, and that's why they're shooting the scores they do. Cause they're, they're hitting their targets. Yes, and like I said, it's it's important. Uh, people like it's yeah, it's kind of lost on some some players. They don't realize that that's yeah. how you get better. But they just they just sit there and they'll bang seven irons, bang seven irons, eight irons, bang seven irons, and eight irons. <laughs> like yeah. it's not it. That's not know it. your wedges game. Yes. An incredible relationship with your wedges. Yep. For sure. And then you've got another stat here before we oh. move on to the what's, what's in the bag. Yeah, last stat. Only three other players in history have come from multiple shots back through 54 holes to win both the U.S. Open and the Masters. And that was Gene Sarazen, Byron Nelson, and Jack Nicholas. So... John Rom, he's a comeback champ right now. Um, he's in, in good company for sure. Yeah, those are great names. All top twenty-five players ever, and so pretty awesome. So, yeah, so let's dive into John Rom's bag. We were talking right before this, like, well, did he change anything? And yes, he, he did. did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, driver saying, well. The, the Callaway Paradigm, Triple Diamond, 10.5, moved to 11.5, which I think that may have changed. I think he moved to 11.5 for this tournament specifically. 
And my guess is raising that a little bit does allow you to hit that, move the ball a little bit better, which that he needed that on a couple of them for his right to left, right? For the most part, yep. you can hit a, a yeah, the right to left. And for the most part, his left to right was cash. And he only needed to hit it a couple of times. And that was on 13, 13 and 11. It really helps you. But even on 11, you can squeeze it and hit that cut because it peels into the, the banking and doesn't do it. But it allowed him to hit it on on 13 a, a few times and, and be in a really good spot. Well, and and this is a unique tournament too, and and the weather affected this even more. But when you have fairways that are a little bit furrier, and it makes it harder to roll the ball down the fairway, <laughs> unless you have like a fourteen percent grade, like on number two, the par five, um, you want to focus on carry, yeah, because carry goes a lot farther, and yeah, I but mean he, that. But even on two, getting it to carry to that downslope like is a huge advantage yeah a huge so. advantage so that was really good but keep in mind that aldola tour green atx 75 it does not spin very much for john rome right it's a very low spin so being at 11.5 that is a great combo for him I'm getting high launch low spin tons of carry um great setup and that's that's actually why he made the change in the three wood. So the backstory was that his three wood also having the tour green just went too far. It was too low spin. And in fact, he was getting close to 180 ball speed out of his three wood, which is <laughs> nuts. That, yeah. And so great. when you got something that pops that much and sits too close to your driver, you need to have a little bit more spin. And that was the shaft change that he went with the three and five yeah. wood in yeah. the graphite design tour ADDI AX yeah. in both. Just a little bit higher launching, higher spinning. But like I said, this one was a little bit because he did the high launch in the 16 degrees, but then turned it down to 15.1. But then he yep. had his five wood, but there was a lot of there was a lot of players that stuck higher lofted five wood or higher lofted wood in their bag just for this yep. tournament. Strictly for a couple of shots, right? The shot that you're going to hit on eight, right? They, they're they like, okay, I'm going to be in this yardage, but it's elevation gain is so much. We want to get something that we get and get in the air so that our angle of descent is still relatively yeah. good, and it's just not cooking in there. But it was definitely a play that he made. You know, my guess is we'll be able to do this a couple more times this year, so we'll yeah. see whether he keeps it in there. Yeah. That, it, that, it, that dialed up it did it, the, the change in the shafts gave him about three to four hundred extra rpms mm -hmm. and when you're when you're hitting your fairway woods that actually means a lot yeah. so um but that was that was pretty awesome they definitely came in handy yeah. uh then jumping to the irons he's still playing the the apex tcbs four yep. through pitching wedge so um that was um you know, not, 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 no surprises there. He's got the Project X, um, 125, 6.5s in there. Yeah. So yeah, just super he didn't change out any there to the Jaws Raw, but Jaws Raw in the 52, 56, turned to 
5.25 and then the the 60 10. So yeah. like I said, kept with the same there, still's got the same putter, the the OG Rossi S and then the Chrome Soft X. I mean, kept it there, but the real surprising was when I was pulling it up, I was like, whoa, he definitely <laughs> he definitely yeah. made a change. Um yeah. with that. That's so. that's pretty good. So He's just super stuck in his ways. I mean, the way his bag is built out, it's super solid. Um, his gapping is really good on his wedges. He's got some great versatile grinds. His 60-10 degree does have a pre-worn leading edge and gives him the versatility he needs to hit some killer shots, but still tons of bounce to where he can hop into those fluffy Bermuda grass and not get his club grabbed um so great wedge builds and uh and grinds yeah i mean just super well balanced bag yeah at least works works for him for sure yep um but yeah kind of bummed that it's over and then they roll into another designated event yeah um, with the rbc um which calls into question because uh, there's one, well, one notable absence who withdrew from this tournament. Um, yeah, Rory, Rory. which withdrew, uh, reason unknown. So, my guess is if it was an injury, he would have that would have been noted. Um, yep. but nothing there. But that also brings into question whether he gets his full player impact payout too Ooh. because you can for this year they specifically had it originally they had it where you couldn't miss any but then you could miss one but he already had skipped the the tournament of champions um yeah so that will be an interesting thing but my guess is he's on the board so he'll get paid out no no matter what <laughs> they'll they'll yeah. they'll do an exemption they'll find his them. new New business venture with the PGA Tour exempts him from standard rules. Yeah, that's something. Um, but yeah, another noticeable notable withdrawal from the Masters tournament was Will Zalatoris, who yeah, and it came out later that he's going to have surgery on his back oh. again. I think is that I think he had that he had it last year. Um, right. kid may be done. Like having two back surgeries. I mean, yes, there's <laughs> some some guys that have done it, but with the way he uh, swings and being as young, having it done at his age is is very concerning. So yeah, we'll see I'm, if he can make it back. But I gotta take a look. To see what's actually happening. I think uh, I'm going to take a look at Will's swing to see if it's related. Oh, it is. Originally it was, yeah. But then he tried to work after he came back. He tried to work to on his swing to, to get it. Um, Yeah, to that's get a bummer because back, back, back pain is just the pants. 
but yes, it was swing related. Um, originally, and well, he wasn't. Um, uh, ooh, ooh. He so, wasn't playing very good going into that, really, either. Yeah. He, um, from my my former professional opinion of the swing, so he does exactly what you want to do. He stays into his position incredibly well, but his hips also release beautifully. And when you get in a position of staying in the position with your shaft or your, your spine yeah. and then also releasing heavily with your hips, you do put some significant torque on your back. Now, <clears throat> some players, I mean, I'd say this is over-exaggerated, but uh, Joaquin Neiman, he does yeah. it quite aggressively. Um, but typically, you can relieve a little bit of that spine pressure with a little bit longer golf club. And some people kind of get stuck in the mentality of, well, my my wrist fell to the yardstick, and that's where I'm supposed to be fit. But you have so much more biomechanics going yeah. on that if you don't understand a proper posture and your spinal limitations, and yeah. you put yourself into clubs that are too short, you can stress your back out. And, and I, I'd say this is a pretty good candidate for what's happening there. Yeah, that's, <clears throat> and it may just be... Like like said, it's it's releasing it, whatever. But his back's not able to handle it. And you wonder if somebody like Neiman, but Neiman hasn't really had any issues with it. Uh -oh. So, and it may just be the way he relieves some of that pressure after, you know, getting into impact. Even though he's there, he may be releasing some pressure, whether it's with like some, you know, the foot and his whole body kind of opening it up, so it doesn't create that serious pressure but yeah it's it's not a good situation in there in the article that i was just reading they were comparing and to because it's the same surgery the tigers had and i'm like yeah but tigers was like like 30s you know upper 30s yeah. 40s when he had his not mid-20s <laughs> yeah I mean, he just has such a beautiful move into the okay. shot, but he he's just a little bit bent over. I, yeah, I would argue it's, it'll, uh, it'll be interesting to see if yeah. I'd like to like, clubs. Like, because <laughs> Jason Day's done some things too that have helped him alleviate yeah. some of that to, and, to work around that. And he's been, he's made it work. So. Yeah, hopefully and, he is because he's he's a fun player to watch, except for from inside five feet. He's yeah. he's a nightmare to watch from inside. But uh, this is a common trend. Like even Rocco Media, I think earlier this year, he did the same thing. He he's getting older. His back isn't flexing as much as it used to, and mm -hmm. he extended his clubs to alleviate the pressure. And and most people think like, oh, does that really make a difference? It makes a big difference. Yeah. Um, so yeah, well, even one inch could be a life changing. Well, then you experience. just right. Then you just don't have the, then you don't have the bend two ways, right? So then you don't have to, you don't have the bend over and the tilt, right? So yeah, to get down to the ball, so you're alleviating yeah. some of that. And there's, <laughs> you know, there's there's physicians that have figured out optimal range of motion. It's just, uh, you know, fitters out there 
don't know what the optimal range of motion is, is your pelvis in relation to your lower spine. Yeah. And, and you know, well, and, yeah. And you're, you're not going to get that as a fitter, but you need to no. be able to be like, Oh, as a player, you need to understand, Hey, yeah, I know that I measured to that, but I like to have it this right. Yeah. Cause a minor half inch. I, I have all my clubs a half inch long and yeah. it just feels better. Yeah. And that's kind of your body just talking to you. Yeah. Like if, if you go out and practice and you try something longer or shorter or whatever, and you're like, wow, that just feels better. Yeah. Uh, listen to your body because I'll tell you what, it it's telling you stuff. And, and it's one thing to have somebody just say, oh, this is your fit. And you just stick with it versus listening to your body going, wow, that, that was way more comfortable. And so, yeah, for sure. um, yeah, listen, listen to the bod. For sure. And that's it. Um, like I said, we'll be back next week after Hobbitown, another designated event. Um, well, it's still a fulfilled event <laughs> yeah. last year. Um, but yeah, everybody, thanks for listening. If you can, give us a rating and review. We'd appreciate it. But until next time, we're out. <laughs> <laughs>